Hello darlings, welcome to another installment of your weekly horoscopes. I'm Shireen Vishmaya in Kerala, India, and wow, we're already starting off the very first week of February. I don't know how that happened, but time is definitely speeding up, there's no doubt about it, even though I know time is just an illusion of the mind, I guess our minds are speeding up with all of this Aquarius energy, my god. So hey, we've got... February 1st, Venus also going into Aquarius. So, okay, right now we have the sun in Aquarius, Mercury retrograde, just went retrograde in Aquarius. We'll talk about that. Venus just moved in today in Aquarius or is moving in. By the time you listen to this, probably she'll be in Aquarius. Um, Jupiter, of course, in Aquarius, Saturn in Aquarius, and, um, and Pallas Athena, one of the asteroids is in Aquarius, and Charlico who's Chiron's wife, recently went into Aquarius. And Charlico is the asteroid that is all about holding space for others um, and healing space. So there's definitely a strong theme around coming together in like-minded communities, tribes, groups. Of course, most of it's going on online these days, but it's still happening energetically. And Aquarius is more about the energetic anyway, less than the physical because it's an air sign. So... At least that does support us doing more things um, through the um, electromagnetic field, electronics, and understanding that energy is beyond the physical. That said, of course, Mars is still in Taurus, and Uranus, which is the, the modern ruler of Aquarius, is in Taurus. So there is still... And we're also moving into the year of the ox pretty soon, actually next week. So there, there's this balance we have to have between the air body or the subtle body, or you could call it the electromagnetic body, um, or, you know, the air in our chart, the breath, the ether, and the physical, the earth, because we can't be all just, you know, we can't, we're not ready to completely dematerialize yet. (laughs) Although many things are becoming, we are in the process, actually, that's a good, um, if we had to sum up what's happening between 2020 and 2021, moving from all that heavy, heavy Capricorn energy into this very ethereal, not quite as ethereal as Pisces, but almost there, Aquarius, where we have that frequency upgrade. We go from the 3D to the 5D frequency or 5G as it is, I guess, in many places. But it's like we're moving at such electro, you know, supersonic electromagnetic frequency that our nervous systems are getting tweaked. Our subtle bodies are so hypersensitive to everything going on right now in the field. And we're in the process of moving from a heavy, dense materialism of Capricorn, which is all about the physical and the tangible, into Aquarius, which is air, which is all about that which is non-physical and all the communication and, and the Air signs are all about the mental, the, the communication that's happening through uh, the non-physical, actually. So definitely the internet and all of that. And actually Aquarius in the tarot is connected to the star archetype. So that's very connected to astrology. So I think if ever there was a time, we've already seen astrology kind of blowing up, but I think it's going to blow up even more. And in this Aquarius age, I know people say, oh, it's not really the age of Aquarius, but let's just call it that for fun because we could call it the... Aquarius era or the Aquarius age. I like to call it the Aquarius age. I mean, not the age of Aquarius, like the 
you know, all the discrepancies, all the controversy around that. But we're in an Aquarius time, let's put it that way. And being in that time, we can really see how um, we, so much is happening that, so much is happening on that non-physical level and how much we really all need and want to come together. And, um, and realizing that it's beyond... It's like creating a new world, really, that is less about materialism and money and greed and maybe all of the, the shame and the guilt and the fear that we just had to move through with that shadow work we did during the Capricorn time. Now with Aquarius, it's much more about us getting this frequency upgrade to we're in this together. What can we do that benefits all of creation? It's not just about this person or that desire or that thing, but... How will my actions impact everyone else? Like not me just doing what I want to do regardless of the reverberation, but how do I really align with my actions, my dharma being congruent with what the universe is asking for? So I really think during this strong Aquarius age that astrology is our guide because the tarot, in the tarot, the star archetype, you have this beautiful completely open naked figure like you know in this very contemplative mode under the seven stars which represents the seven personal planets or the seven energy centers in the sun in the subtle body the seven chakras see i'm talking fast just like the energy right now <laughs> i realize i'm like matching the super aquarius energy um and the uranian energy because that's the modern ruler of aquarius so anyway what i was trying to say is that i really think astrology is going to become like a new language. It's not just a trend. It's not just like, oh, everybody wants to learn astrology, be cool and hip on Instagram. No, I think, I mean, that is happening. But I think that it's also a time when we're realizing it's like another language we need to learn, just the way people talk about, you know, other ways to identify. Like, oh, you're a morning person or you're a night person or you're a... Um, I don't know, like people use human design or they use, you know, INFP, ENFJ. But I think we're starting to speak astrology. And I'm amazed at how much even people I work with that knew nothing about astrology a few years ago, suddenly it's like most people know their seven personal planets. Most people you can say, oh, what's your Venus in? And they will know. A couple of years ago, unless you were an astrologer or an astrology student, you probably didn't know off the top of your head what, where your Venus was, where your Mars was, what your rising sign, maybe rising, but... Not all of your personal planets, but now it's kind of the norm. So that's amazing. That's fantastic because it means it's spreading like wildfire. And I think we'll see that continue over the next couple of years while, especially while this 2021, while we have Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius. So anyway, that's a little bit of a long-winded way to, speaking of Aquarius, long-winded. Um, I actually dated this Aquarius guy, so sweet, in um, college and... Uh, Oh my God, he's still like that. It's so cute. It was his birthday, actually, just a few days ago. And we're still like true Aquarius, you know, best friends to this day. We're really good friends. Um, and we never forget each other's birthdays, you know, even though like he lives in L.A. and he's married and we're just good friends. But anyway, the cute part about it is that um, he used to always, the thing that used to drive me nuts is like I, any any story, any conversation, it would start off, I'd be like, okay, if he opens up a new topic, 
we're going to be going, he has to tell every detail and it has to, it's going to go on for hours. So even when he sent me a message, I said, oh, hey, how's it going? So expecting him to be like, oh yeah, fine, great, blah, blah, blah. Or make a joke because he always makes a really funny, unexpected joke, very Aquarian too. But he's like, oh, an update would take three hours. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> a proper update, it would take three hours. But you got to love that about Aquarius. So we may all be in that kind of long-winded wanting to tell all the details. And I'm, I'm case in point right now. Because I was just trying to give you a little overview. And I feel like I could just fill up the sky here with um, all the astro downloads. Okay, so let me focus. <laughs> Which is not so easy to do with Mercury retrograde, as we know. Especially in Aquarius. We've got that boom, 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 boom. Mercury exalted and his favorite sign of Aquarius and he's extra strong in retrograde but he might not be so focused because he's retrograde and he's more internal so when you try to make the energy external it's a little bit glitchy and bumpy and all over the place erratic so you might notice things are kind of like it's kind of like when the power goes out and on off and on or you know you try to save something and it crashes and it comes back on and then you can't turn the phone on and it turns off and it turns on it's that kind of thing this week. So just be patient, as always, with these Mercury retrogrades. We're going to adapt. And wherever you have Aquarius in your horoscope, wow, it is a party going on there. So look to that house. That's where all the energy is. And your life is probably full on. And Aquarius is all about networking with your people. Like finding, that's probably why that clubhouse, I've, I'm on it, but I'm not on it. Like I... I downloaded, I got the invite or whatever, but I haven't actually had a time to really check it out. But I suspect it's probably very Aquarian, like super duper networking kind of thing. But anyway, we're in the networking mode right now. Okay, so let's see, what are some other big things? Now, you're probably wondering, when is Mercury coming out of retrograde? February 20th. So it's fast. It'll, it'll, you'll blink and you'll be like, oh, Mercury's out of retrograde, even though it'll also feel like it takes forever because you'll be annoyed. But it's not as long as you think. February 20th is just a couple weeks away. Well, a little less than three weeks away. Okay, 20 days. <laughs> and um, so Venus um, is going into, well, yeah, she's already in actually, as I'm recording. The, no, no, she's going in in a couple hours. She's going into Aquarius in a couple hours, 6 a.m. on the West Coast. And then she'll enter Pisces on the 25th of February. That's her exalted state. So definitely, if you want love, romance, higher love right down the 25th and beyond for your best Venus time okay but that's kind of a little bit ahead of the game Mars is still in Taurus 12 degrees of Taurus wherever you have planets fixed planets around 12 are getting hit by Mars right now Jupiter is also in that ballpark 10 degrees Aquarius Saturn is earlier five and you know Anne Ortley I love her work she always says that the planets are kind of activating around that age also so Mars is bringing up stuff from when we were 12, Jupiter from when we were 10, Aquarius 5, Uranus 6. So they're, you know, kind of in that preteen and younger phase, except Pluto's like fully almost Saturn return energy. He's 25. Neptune 19, Pisces. So he's getting deeper into Pisces too. All right. So let's talk about what's happening this week, the big things. Um, now, we start the week off today, Monday, with um, Libra Moon, lovely Libra Moon. And then we've got um, Tuesday's the big day because it's Groundhog Day, but it's also that's called Condal Moss, which is that kind of 
midpoint between winter and spring that we all look forward to or like oh my god spring is not as far away as you think it's coming it's coming it's coming and um like i said everything's going so fast anyway so then yeah the moon is still in uh, libra on tuesday and then she's going to move into scorpio wednesday thursday and uh, actually thursday is a really powerful day because thursday is our third quarter moon before the new moon next week in aquarius so that third quarter moon in Scorpio is a powerful time to do cord cutting. So this Thursday, if there's something you need to let go of, if you really want to change something, if you want a deep, deep death, depth change, this is your time. So mark your calendar for Thursday to do the cord cutting. Any toxic, poisonous, negative habits, addictions, relationships, old attachments, let it go. Use Thursday for the big letting go. Friday, Saturday, the moon's in Sagittarius, and then we close the week off Super Bowl Sunday with Capricorn moon, which is kind of funny, but it's in Capricorn, serious Capricorn for Super Bowl. Um, so we end on the Capricorn note. Um, so let's talk about what's happening for each sign now. Oh, actually, before we do that, I want to just mention that Saturday, I forgot, Saturday's a big day also because Venus is going to be squaring Uranus. Actually, Friday, first on Friday, depending on which time zone you're in, it's like Friday, Saturday. Basically, let's put it this way. This weekend, Venus is in this very intense dance with Saturn first, so she's um, joining Saturn. And then on Saturday, she's squaring off with Uranus. So there's sort of this um, seriousness around Venus matters first, you know, like deepening our commitment in the Aquarius area of our chart. And then the square on Saturday could be creating some friction between the Aquarius and the Taurus areas of our chart. So look to those areas to where you may be having to resolve something. And in general, that probably has something to do with how much we want to be in our bodies versus our heads and how much we want to be kind of stuck in the old versus we want to just jet fast forward into the future. So there's definitely some tension brewing be some breakup energy um, this weekend on Saturday, breaking up with our old habits, old patterns. This is definitely the week where there's a lot of consciousness and awakening and potential to really break through. Aquarius really is a higher level of intelligence, awareness, and the ability to finally get out of those most stuck entrenched patterns. So we all have access to that, but especially if you have a lot of planets in the early degrees of fixed signs, Scorpio, Taurus, Leo, or Aquarius, you really get this push this week. But all of us will get it somewhere in our chart. Okay, so now we're going to go sign by sign, um, starting with Aries. So Aries, this, uh, the beginning of the week for you is all about relationships. You know, the moon's in your seventh house, so you're, you're starting off with contracts and what's fair, what's not fair, and renegotiating things, getting things more even between you and another person trying to balance out the scales and then that third quarter moon happening um so wednesday the moon goes into scorpio but then thursday that third quarter is that point of like we said breaking old attachments negative um patterns or um obsessions in your case because it's your eighth house so it could also be your fears just the old stuff that has to go you're going to be doing some deep cleaning this week Aries and and the part of you that you're just you're really ready for that transformation it's time it's really time it's time to let it 
die, let it go, just let it go. And you know what that is. You know what I'm talking about. Friday, Saturday, the Sag moon is, um, of course, where you get that elevation. You feel lift. You feel a little lift. You feel more hopeful and inspired. So that's always lovely for you. And then that intense energy with Venus, though, that's going to be impacting your money area and your goals area. So there may be some tension with how do I make money versus what do I really want to do? Like my life goals versus what's practical, what's grounding could become an issue or point of contention. Okay, Taurus, for you this week, the focus is really on relationships because that third quarter moon in Scorpio falls in your seventh house of partnerships and contracts. So you're really looking at which relationships and relationship patterns serve you and those that really need to die and change and transform into the new. And you're also feeling some tension between the part of you that wants to stay the same and stay with what you know and another part that's feeling that revolutionary I need to like really come out of my old ways and my old comfort zone. So there's a big push out of your comfort zone on Saturday, Friday, Saturday. So part of you is deepening your commitment to something in the Aquarius area of your chart. So for you, Taurus, that's about your career, actually. And so you are deepening your relationship to your career. And then at the same time, there's some tension between um, career and you know, what you need to do to stay, like part of you wants to just stay in the comfort zone. So this will have to be resolved. And then the week ends off on a beautiful note with the, uh, the Capricorn moon, which is very uplifting for you um, in, on Sunday. So the week ends on a really nice note for you, Taurus. Okay. And of course, don't forget, Taurus, you still have Mars pummeling your sign, <laughs> just pushing you it's a little bit exhausting or energizing depending on how you feel the energy it could cause inflammation so you again need all the cooling things and you've got black moon lilith there so you're a bit of a badass feisty one this during this time you're not putting up with things you're definitely not saying yes to things you want to say no to it's a great time to learn to use your no and then of course uranus which has been an ongoing breakthrough energy for you taurus Okay, Gemini, you're still getting used to this Mercury retrograde. It's so funny, I have a friend here who's Gemini, and she was like, she forgot what time our dance class was today, which is only happens with the retrograde. She's like, what? And we've been doing this class at the same time every day for a year. And for some reason, that's, that's what happens under a retrograde. Suddenly, things you know, you know, by the back of your hand, you're like, I don't remember the detail. I completely forgot what time does it start. So that kind of thing, Gemini, is happening for you. We start off on a really romantic note. Monday, Tuesday, the moon's in your house of love, creativity, and pleasure. Then she moves into your work zone. And this third quarter moon for you on Thursday is all about your work and your projects and your health and your wellness and your routine. So this is the time to cut your losses, cut anything out that isn't serving you on a daily basis and things that don't contribute to your overall wellness and well-being have to go. So just cut it. Just don't be afraid to let go. And then Saturday, Friday, Saturday, it's about your relationships, your partnerships. The moon moves into your partnership sign, your opposite sign of Sag, which is always a little bit of a lower energy for you. But if you're in the right company or you're surrounded by the right people, at least mentally, if you can't be physically, then that will definitely uplift you. And um, that contentious thing happening on Friday, Saturday between Venus, Saturn, and Venus, Uranus um, is actually really good for you on a deep subconscious level. You're having a lot of breakthroughs. Um, and it's also helping you to 
get more in touch with your spiritual life, your spiritual practices. It's a very deep time for your spiritual life, Gemini. Okay, and if you have any spiritual teachers or therapists or guides, this is a good time for you to have breakthroughs too. And then the moon ends on a note on Sunday where you're going to want to kind of just be alone probably and go into your own cave because the moon goes into your eighth house where you kind of want to just, you know, hide out and do your own research or just be left alone. So you might not be in Super Bowl party mode if you're even into that anyway, but suffice it to say you're going to probably just want to be in your own world on Sunday. Okay, Cancer. So Cancer for you... Um, this is really a romantic week for you. It's lovely because that third quarter moon is in your house of love and pleasure and your sister water sign of Scorpio. So things are really flowing. The week starts out Monday, Tuesday in your kind of homey, nesty mode, internal mode. Wednesday, Thursday, you get into that love, pleasure, romance, creativity zone. It's all about your inner child. It's all about pleasure, desire, what you really want, your passions. And then on... Um, Friday, Saturday, you move more into your work mode and your projects and cleaning house and kind of getting everything organized and, you know, looking at what you need to do to um, work your vision on a daily basis. And then we end the week on a relationship note for you because the moon will move into your opposite sign of Capricorn and highlight relationships. So you now that Venus, um, Saturn, Uranus dance for you Friday, Saturday, is all about, actually it's about your work. So you wanna really look at um, how you're working and also like your goals, your long-term goals, the kind of people you collaborate with and just what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And maybe your values are changing too. There's a lot of big shifts happening. So this is the time to really let go of what's no longer working for you and take in, you know, surround yourself with the kind of people that really understand what's important to you. Okay, Leo. So for you, Leo, this is a, a week to really, you know, there could be a little bit of like a homesickness going on this week with um, or craving something from the past um, because the third quarter moon is in your home, the part of your horoscope that's the home or the past. So there's a, like a letting go happening, could be a little bit sad, some mourning maybe of someone you've lost or something from the past you've had to let go of that's connected to family or your roots in some way. It's also a good time to get more rooted or to do something in your home, like if there's any changes you need to do internally or even physically to your home, this is the time to do it. Um, we start the week off in a very communication zone, moon's in your third house of talking, speaking, writing. Then it goes into that homey internal mode on Wednesday, Thursday. Then it's really fiery and fun and creative on Friday and Saturday for you. Although, again, now we've got that Venus, Saturn, Uranus thing happening on Friday and Saturday. So um, for you, that's affecting your relationships and also your career. So there could be some tension going on between now you want to deepen something and, you know, you're deepening your commitment in relationships because you've got Saturn there and Venus in your relationship house. So there's a deepening happening with a commitment but there could be some friction or some tension with your career. Like, is the relationship taking you away from what you were supposed to do in the world or you don't know how to balance the two or vice versa? So just looking at how do you get just the right calibration between what you're doing in the world and what you're doing in your one-to-ones, your partnership area. And then the week ends with the moon in Capricorn, which is more about your, um, your work and your health and your discipline. Virgo. 
So this week starts off about money for you. Monday, Tuesday, it's all about money, resources, your values, food is the focus, but trying to stay balanced within all of that. And then the third quarter moon on Thursday for you, Virgo, is all about communication. So you could feel like you're everyone's therapist this week. Everybody's coming to you for solutions, problems, emotional processing. So you may have to set some limits because people will definitely be knocking on your door for doing the deep work. You're kind of playing detective and counselor all in one this week. But for you, it's good to be your own psychologist and kind of dig into your own psychology. You know, what motivates you? What do you have to let go of? What's happening on a deeper level for you? Use that third quarter moon to really dive deep and look into your own secrets this week. And then you go into a home body mode on Friday, Saturday. The moon moves into the base of your chart. So it's a good time to just kind of come back to yourself. And then the love, creativity, pleasure for you is on Sunday. And then it goes into next week. So Sunday, Monday of next week is really nice energy for you, Virgo. Now that Venus, Saturn, deepening the commitment energy for you is all about your work and your day-to-day structure and discipline. So you are getting deeper into whatever daily rituals you've committed to. You're ready to go deeper with those. And then for the um, the uh, Venus Uranus tension, what that's doing is it's making you really think about your work, your you know all the changes going on in your day to day, all the things happening with projects. The tension between that and between the part of you that wants to feel more free, your higher vision, your spirituality. There could be tension between like what do I do every day versus like my higher purpose, my higher vision. And um, yeah, and then like I said, the week ends in a really beautiful romantic note with the moon in your house of pleasure. So, uh, sorry, no, not your house of pleasure. Pardon me, Mercury retrograde brain. In your house of higher teachings, higher inspiration, it could be actually um, people like mentors or guides that come in to bring in new wisdom, actually. Okay, Libra. So Libra, we start off the week with the moon in your own sign on Monday and Tuesday. So you're really coming into your balance and your own element. It's like your best time of the month, preparing you for that deep cord cutting Scorpio moon energy that kicks in Wednesday, Thursday. So get yourself balanced, get into flow, and then you're really ready to go through the deep change, the deep transformation by Thursday. And that for you is really around your money, resources, talents, and attachments, possessions. So you could actually be physically getting rid of stuff this week. It could be like clearing out, but it could also be clearing out old, whatever you're attached to, you know, it's just a time of really letting go. And then this weekend on Saturday and Sunday, we're moving into your communication zone. So even though Mercury's retrograde, you get a lift on Saturday, Sunday, like your mind, sorry, Friday, Saturday, your mind feels more uplifted. Now, since Venus is your ruling planet, you are going to feel that Venus Saturn coming together on Friday. And that for you is really about your love life because it's happening in your house of love. So, um, and creativity and pleasure. So how do you want to deepen your commitment to what you love or who you love? And then the tension square is happening between something deeper in you, like something that's changing and then what you love. So it's like whatever you're really invested in with your heart versus something that you have to let go of. There's some push and pull going on there. Some tension happening there. And then on Sunday, the moon will move into the base of your chart, which is all about family and um, home and mother. So that's the focus going into Sunday, Monday. Scorpio, this is a really big week for you because it's your third quarter moon. 
So once a year you have this, this is your chance to do the deep letting go, like really, like I said, cutting the cords, cutting the attachments. If there's anything still lingering around that you know is holding you back or messing up your energy, this is the time to really cut it, let it go. Don't be afraid. Just make the full transformation now. The death rebirth process is happening for you. It's really profound. And with the Venus Saturn joining up together to deepen the commitment for you, that's around home. So whatever your home is, it could be buying a property. It could be just knowing, hey, this is where I want to be or this is where I don't want to be. And this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do to get to where I want to be, something like that. Or maybe a commitment to your family in some way. So you're deepening that. And then the tension happening Saturday with Uranus kicking in, um, that's between your intimate one-to-one -one partnership and your home. So it could be like maybe your partner is somewhere else or wants to be somewhere else. So there's tension between your partner and your family something like that, or contracts or something you're um, committed to that's in conflict with either your home, your family, or um, your roots. So you have to resolve that. And then the moon ends with the, the, sorry, the week ends with the moon in your house of communication on Sunday. So it's a good time as we round out the week, if you have to do any correspondence or writing projects, Sunday's your best day for that. Okay, Sagittarius. So for you, you need this third quarter moon to retreat, relax, rest, take a break, give yourself a time out from the world. Just go deep into yourself. You're really ready for some deep work, deep healing. Give yourself that on Thursday. And you can also assess like what you really want to be letting go of on a deep unconscious level, actually. Watch your dreams. Really watch your dreams. You're going to get some great downloads, either through dreams or meditation or kind of that dream-like state or dream time you should get some deep downloads of what you're changing and letting go of and the moon will be in your sign friday and saturday so that's your high point of the month and then moves into your money zone on sunday now that venus saturn conjunction that commitment that deepening of the commitment for you is happening around communication so if there's a writing project you need to get back to or some kind of correspondence or some new course of learning, picking up a new course of study or language. This is a great time to do it on Friday. And then Saturday, that Uranian energy that kicks in with Venus, that is asking you, okay, wait a minute though. Now, what's happening with your work, your health? Is there some breakthrough happening between that and then your mind, looking at the relationship actually between the mind and health even? And maybe like, is your daily schedule, is work causing some problems? Is it you know, is it in conflict with what you what you need to be learning about? Maybe you're giving too much energy out and you need to be taking more energy in to learn about something. Okay, Capricorn. So for you, this uh, third quarter moon is all about your friendships, your long-term goals. You're really thinking about projects in the long run and having to let go of what doesn't work for you anymore. Scorpio is always about the letting go. So... so Cutting cords maybe with collaborations or, you know, groups that don't no longer serve you, you've outgrown or it's just not good, it's become toxic or for whatever reason you need to just cut it. Thursday's the day to do that cord cutting with any collaborations, partners, tribes, groups, communities, family, not necessarily family, but like soul family people. And then the other thing for you, Capricorn, so the week starts off with the moon very high in the chart, very nice Monday, Tuesday for career and getting noticed in the public. I, anything you want to put out there, put it out Monday or Tuesday. And then um, Wednesday, Thursday is all about your success, goals, friendships. Friday, Saturday 
you go into retreat mode. You're going to need to like take a break after working really hard. You're going to really want some downtime to just kind of escape and be invisible Friday, Saturday. But then Sunday, the moon goes back into your sign. So you're ready to be back in action again Sunday, Monday. So don't be, don't feel guilty if you take Friday, Saturday off just for you, just to dream and sleep or watch movies or whatever you need to do. Okay, and then that Venus-Saturn conjunction actually is happening in your money house. So you're deepening your commitment around money, where you want to put your money or the kind of money you need to make, what you're going to do to make that money. And then Saturday, the Uranian tension, the wild card energy, you could say, that's happening on Saturday for you is happening between um, money and um, actually love, like what you, you know, the creativity for you, like what what you really, um, what your heart wants, you know, so maybe the way you make money and the way, what you love, they're not in agreement right now. You need to reconcile that. That might be the, the, the difficult, that's kind of the homework for the week. How do you get those on the same page? Okay, Aquarius, so this is your time, baby. You are totally in your, wow, you were born for this time. And it's just getting better and better. Of course, the new moon for you is next week, but still great things are happening because this last quarter moon is happening on Thursday in your career zone. Fantastic for you. Great for letting go of what doesn't work for you on the career level. But then also, you know, since there is a Mercury retrograde happening in your sign, you could reconnect with old um, connections or network with people that could help you to make those big changes with your career. So old people could be coming back into your career and um, to help you with career. Anyway, there's a big death rebirth happening in terms of what you want to do in the world. And you're really seeing that this week. And um, when we have that really powerful Venus Saturn conjunction on Friday, that's happening in your own sign. So you're deepening your commitment to yourself and how you want to put yourself out there as your persona. How do you want to be seen? What first impression do you want to make? And then the Venus square Uranus on Saturday, that may be causing some tension between the part of you that still wants to kind of hide out and lay low and just have your privacy in your home and the part of you that needs to really get yourself out in the world with all of your genius and the new projects you want to do. So you got to get yourself out there and don't be afraid. Just let that energy push you out of your comfort zone as we spoke about earlier in this podcast. Okay, and last but not least, Pisces, thank you for your patience. If you've listened all the way through, or maybe you just fast-forwarded to get to your point part. But as always, I hope all of you listened for your sun, rising, and moon sign. Don't forget, all three are important. And um, so, Pisces, for you this week, it's a very uplifting week. It's a very spiritual week for you. That last quarter moon's in your house of higher education, higher consciousness, higher teachings, teachers, gurus, guides, mentors, things that inspire you, lift you up, long-distance travel, if that is possible for you. Um, but just going on a mental adventure, expanding your horizons. That's all the big focus of the week. Um, and uh, let go of whatever is in the way between you and really having a higher mindset and faith and trust and really feeling well, little gecko just walked by. I feel like that was an omen for you, Pisces. <laughs> so you'll have to look up the animal medicine for the gecko, I forgot what he is, but I think it's something to do with change. Um, and also being able to kind of camouflage yourself, which is very Pisces when you need to. So um, anyway, on Friday and Saturday, oh, the deepening of commitment. So the deepening of commitment for you on Friday with Venus and Saturn coming together, it's in your house of the unconscious. So you're 
dream life, your spiritual life, your inner interior world, you have to commit deeper to that. Take your unconscious life, your dream life, your spiritual longing serious. Like that is what supports you. You can't, you know, write that off anymore. I think that doesn't affect you. You're so sensitive. You're so impressionable and you're so tuned in to the spirit realm. So make that a priority is what Venus and Saturn are saying. Make your spiritual life your mystical life a priority without excuses, without exception, or it will affect your health. And then on Saturday, um, the Venus-Uranus square is just underscoring exactly what I just said, only you're getting a little bit extra tension now from the part of your horoscope that rules communication in your mind. So you may get messages about it, or you get you start to hear your inner self-talk telling you, what are you doing? Get back into your spiritual life. Take time off. Take a long bath. Go for a walk in nature. Stop avoiding what you know you need to do to feed your soul. That's the big message for you this week, Pisces. Okay, there we go. So we did it, all 12 signs. Thank you so much for listening. And um, as always, um, have a beautiful, beautiful week. And so grateful that you love astrology and have this connection to the stars. And like I said, with this Aquarius time, there's no better time to be studying astrology or to be connected to your own astrological insights and the cosmic language of the stars what a beautiful thing that we can share together so anyway blessings thank you so much for listening